0: I'm Stephanie Wolfe with a brief look at the latest news in Texas politics and policy from the Texas Tribune. State lawmakers sided with low-income renters this year, outlawing homeowner associations from discriminating against tenants who receive federal housing aid. State Representative Chris Turner, a Grand Prairie Democrat, spearheaded the move, It was aimed specifically at Providence Homeowners Association in North Texas. Members attempted to push out tenants who get help from the federal housing choice voucher program known as Section 8. The HOA board blamed low-income renters for a perceived increase in local crime. The HOA's policy took effect about a year ago. Though it paused two months later after the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development launched an investigation into whether it violated federal law. Texas has been one of the few states allowing individual landlords to discriminate against Section 8 renters. And this past legislative session, state lawmakers banned cities from creating local regulations to protect tenants facing eviction but prohibiting Section 8 tenants from living in an entire neighborhood seemed a step too far for the GOP-controlled state legislature. Turner's bill got bipartisan support during the regular session. And come September 1st, such bans will become illegal. The Providence HOA board issued a statement Friday saying it would comply. The Texas Tribune has found two other North Texas HOAs, with policies banning Section 8 renters. The man who killed 23 people at an El Paso Walmart nearly four years ago received 90 consecutive life sentences for hate crimes and murder Friday. The 24-year-old gunman from Allen, Texas, also injured 22 others when he opened fire at the store in August of 2019. He had admitted to law enforcement that he targeted that specific Walmart because it's in a border city, and he intended to, quote, shoot as many Mexicans as possible. During the federal case's sentencing phase, family members of victims gave emotional testimony, with some calling the shooter an evil parasite or a monster. His attorney spoke about the gunman's lifelong struggles with mental health, But a federal prosecutor said mental illness was no excuse for what he did. The Department of Justice has decided not to seek the death penalty in the federal case, but the gunman still faces state charges. And El Paso District Attorney Bill Hicks said he intends to pursue capital punishment after a trial anticipated to happen in 2024 or 2025. Texas lawmakers commenced their regular legislative session this year without designating any state funds for public school teacher raises. That means school districts are having to find their own ways to give employees modest pay bumps. The superintendent of the Temple Independent School District told the Texas Tribune that his district will take care of staff, even if that means they have to adopt a deficit budget. He acknowledges that, it's not a sustainable path, but schools around the state are digging into their savings to show teachers they are valued. The Fort Worth Independent School District approved a budget last month with a $45 million deficit to accommodate teacher raises. And Austin and Frisco Independent School Districts also greenlit multi-million dollar deficits so they could pay educators more. Education bills that included raises for teachers got derailed during the regular legislative session. But Governor Greg Abbott has kept lawmakers at the state capitol for two special sessions to get them to pass property tax relief. Senate Republicans added an amendment to their tax plan that would give one-time bonuses to urban school districts and two-year ones to rural areas, leaving some hope for districts before the new academic year. Texas teachers have seen their salaries increase over the last decade, but their pay has not kept up with inflation. And poor wages, plus overtime, health concerns during the COVID-19 pandemic, and being in the middle of political arguments over classroom curricula are driving teachers to quit. That's according to a recent teacher satisfaction survey from a Texas foundation. Check for updates to any of these stories at texastribune.org. And follow The Brief podcast for daily news updates, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie Wolf with the Texas Tribune. You've been briefed. Today's brief is brought to you by Texas Association of Community Colleges. Texas Community Colleges are the state's economic engine for recovery. These colleges provide credentials that meet regional and local workforce demands. Visit TACC.